welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Second Q&A of the week, boys. We're getting after it. Q&As are popping off. You know, this is our first, like, full off-season. So we started this podcast in May of last year. So this is like our first full off season. So we were kind of skeptical on how the um, content was going to be during the off season. Not the content. I mean, we had a content plan, but uh, we'll just say the popularity of the content. Doesn't matter, man. These Q and A's pop off regardless. There's there's guys out there that we can definitely relate to who are thinking about their dynasty team year round. Tip of the cap to all those guys. Man, this is I think this is prime dynasty season, right? It's like the, the leagues are getting guys to take over the orphan teams. You know, guys are looking to make moves right now, especially before the draft. Dynasty never closes, man. That's why it should be open all year round, honestly. Trades, all that. This is this is prime time. This is where you make the moves, get your team better. Yeah, while while everybody else is napping, you're making moves. It's true. Speaking of making moves, Sports and Stuff 43 says he's looking to give up DK Metcalf, Mac Jones, and Rondell Moore. This is a super flex, six-point touchdown pass league. Quarterbacks, very valuable. Metcalf, Mac Jones, and Rondell Moore for Stephon Diggs, Najee Harris, and a third-round pick. DK, Rondale, and Mac Jones for Diggs, Najee, and a 302 in a super flex, half PPR, six-point touchdown pass league. I'm on side A here. Six-point touchdown passes, Mac Jones in a super flex, DK Metcalf in a dynasty. We all love Stephon Diggs. I would be very surprised if all of us don't have Stephon Diggs in our top ten next year. But let's be honest, how much longer does he have? Two years, maybe. Three. Three three is being optimistic, right? Possibly. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be top five in three years, but he plays in one of the best passing offenses in the game. He is an absolute dog, gets all the targets. He does everything you want. He's everything. He's everything out of a wide receiver that you could possibly want. Yeah, I just it's I'm not getting nearly enough value. Like I need Mac Jones, Najee Harris. I'm I've always been low on uh, DK Metcalf, Stephon Diggs. Obviously, Stephon Diggs is a little more valuable. But I mean, it, you have to break this down a little bit. If you just take the best piece in each, it's Mac Jones versus Stephon Diggs, and you want Mac Jones all day in that in a super flex six touchdown. Then you got DK Metcalf for Najee Harris. Give me DK. And I think Rondell Moore is more um, valuable than the three, what, the 302? Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry on this one. Goni? Does he list the like his team, his other quarterbacks? I just want to know the other quarterbacks. Because he's trading away Mac Jones. Mahomes, Lamar, and Baker Mayfield. It's rough because Baker Mayfield isn't going to play. He's also barring got injury. Baker's droppable. Tyler Huntley. 
Tyler Huntley's not bad. He's not bad. Though the Ravens franchise Lamar uh, just today. Non-exclusive. Non-exclusive. So, I mean, uh, I don't Have you seen that the owners, it, it, it's getting a little weird as far as, like, collusion goes? Getting real if weird. I getting real weird. might say so myself. There's, Dude, like, the, a list of teams that have the, publicly said that they're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson. The NFLPA needs of, to get involved. Yeah, dude, I, like I can't remember the last time this has ever happened where teams have publicly said we're not going to pursue a quarterback and this guy is an MVP, like one of the top guys in the league for sure at the quarterback position. He's a guy that can win you a Super Bowl given the right pieces. And the teams are publicly – like teams that – Need a quarterback? Are public like yep. the, the Falcons, for example, are are publicly saying that they're not going to do this? And I really think, man, it, it's really dirty. But like, I don't think anyone wants to pay him for the good of the league because it's just gonna. He wants guaranteed money. It's just moving more towards. He wants full Deshaun Watson guaranteed money, a fully guaranteed contract, and owners don't want that, right? They don't. They don't want to pay this out. So, uh, very collusionary. But what, go ahead, Wayne. What I kind of what I kind of looked at, and it, it's piggybacking off what you're saying. I, I agree with you completely. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy, um, but it's so. From what I'm understanding, is the Ravens, and it's again, it's agreeing with you completely that they don't want the needle moving further into the Deshaun Watson direction. But the Ravens essentially took a look at everybody's cap space and which teams could even afford to pay Lamar what he's wanting. And then I just feel like there was collusion. Like, Hey, you guys have the cap space for him. You guys need him, but you can't pay him. Otherwise you're screwing all of us. And that's why all these teams like that, like you said, need a quarterback, have the cap space to pay Lamar what he wants came out the first day he got the non-exclusive tag and we're like, oh, we don't want him. Yeah, that's that's collusion. I mean, that's the most like blatant collusion I think I've ever seen. Is and at the same time, at the same time, like it's it's basically they're saying test the market and see what your value is because we're not agreeing. And this is going to drive his value down. Like this is going to save them money in the long run because if no one make makes a deal to him, then – they're going to use that against him in the future. And he's done nothing but be a good guy since he got there. Uh, he's his own agent. I don't know if maybe that was a bad move, but he's been a, a phenomenal player for them. He's been a great locker room presence. He's not gotten in trouble with, you know, the media or, or outside anything off the field. So, I mean, I kind of feel for him, man. I'm really hoping someone will pay it. I know you got to throw in two first round picks, but like, for the guy, I want this to happen for him. It only takes one team. It only takes one team to to take a shot and say I want him, and I really hope it happens. Can we can we agree? I don't know how to respond to that. Mm, me either. <laughs> Do you mind, Siri? Wow. All right. Can can we agree that if you believe one conspiracy theory can happen, that others can also happen? Can we agree on that? Just no, in general. because the just NFL is out there. The, the NFL rigged one is like way too deep into the rabbit hole. Uh, to me, this is just collusion among owners saying, "Listen, 
the these contracts for quarterbacks are getting too out of hand. We gotta we gotta figure out a way to kind of curb this a little bit. Daniel Jones just signed four for one hundred and sixty. His his Daniel average, Jones is going to make forty million dollars a year for the next four years, which is which is nine million dollars more a year than what Patrick Mahomes will be making over the next four years. But is it incentive laden? It didn't seem that way. Not really. It didn't seem that way at all. Much about it. How about that contract? So, Goni, who are you taking here? The dig, the Metcalf, or the dig side. I'm, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the Diggs and Najee side. Uh, I like those pieces to go and win a championship. If he's got Mahomes and he's got Lamar, he's gonna put up a lot of points either way. Six pa- six points per passing touchdown. Mac Jones doesn't. I mean, he's a bench quarterback on this team at best. I could see the other team trying to make a move to get Mac Jones from him because he could be a, a super flex guy. But Mac Jones doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns. He's not hes not really that dude for me. And him being the third quarterback on this team, uh, I'd like to go and get these pieces. I, I project a better year for Najee this year. Stephon Diggs, as we said, he's got a couple more years left in him of uh, elite production. So I, I think this is a championship type move if he he goes through with it. Yeah, this is shoving the chips all in for me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really kind of torn on this one, to be honest with you. Um, just to give some extra perspective, I don't really know which way I'm going to go here, but I like Rondell Moore this year. I think he's a, a flyer worth having. He showed he can play when he's on the field. You know, Hopkins is leaving a lot of targets. Why not Rondell Moore this year? Um, generally I'm going to go with Wayne. I'm going to say I'll, I'll keep the quarterback in a super flex and in a scoring format that caters so much to him. Having the ability to rotate quarterbacks is, is huge, but it's very close for me. Um, Texas drew super flex half point PPR. He really wants Jackson Smith and Jigba picks one to four are known in his league. It's going to go Bijan Stroud. Young and Gibbs. What are your thoughts on him trading his 204, his 206, and his 25 first to go get Jackson Smith and Jigba? Fair or an overpay? I'd do it. Fair. Extra fair. I agree. 25 is just too far out to really think about anything going on. Um, and two first rounders, um, we've already kind of. Or two second rounders, sorry. We've already kind of talked about it. Those those are they're pretty pretty uh good dart throws this year, but dart throws nonetheless. I I, I like the value. Clean sweep. Ship it out. Go Cowboys. Sea Glow ninety two. It's a ten team, one quarterback. What wide receiver could I realistically get by trading away the one oh two? Ooh. What does the 102 get you wide receiver wise? This is so does hard it, because like I don't know Goni like uh, this is one of those I wish I knew if he was a contender or not type of guys cuz the 102 can get you a Devonte Adams and uh, you can rent him for a year and be solid. I mean, I think the 102 definitely gets you a Devonte Adams if you're contending. What about DK Metcalf? Does that get DK? <laughs> I was actually going to say that, to be honest with you. DK was the first name that came to mind. 
I'm not giving away DK for that. Yeah, I don't know that I'm trading DK away for the 102. Unless I really love Gibbs. Based on my roster. I don't think Devonta Smith's enough. I think you can get more. I like Devonta Smith. What about... um, T. Higgins. T. Higgins was next. Was where I was going as well. If I have T. Higgins, I'm shipping him out for the 102, I think. I'm doing that. T. Higgins is a solid return on on a 102. What about anyone else? What about Almond Ross St. Brown? No. I probably I wouldn't. I don't think I would do that. What about Chris Godwin? Not enough. I don't think it's enough either. It's not I'd enough. rather have the 102. I'd rather be on the 102 side than Chris Godwin. What about personally. Chris Olave? That gets I'm, it done. I'm sticking with Chris Olave, I think. I think he just I got would Derek Carr, too, dude. Wow. And I, we know how much you love Derek Carr. Uh, okay, well then, if, if Olave's out, then Garrett Wilson and Drake London are out. Fair? Probably. I mean, Garrett Wilson in some drafts may have gone 102 last year. What about Debo Samuel? I think so. Uh, Not enough? Enough? Too much? That's. I mean, I feel like that's right there, regardless of what side of the Debo coin you're on. Honestly, it, it's a good, solid player for the 102. You're getting production guaranteed out of it. Whether you're, whether you're exactly whether you're fading him this year or high on him this year, that's about the value of him. I'm gonna throw one more name out there: Amari Cooper. Too little. Yeah, too old. Too old, not enough production. Yeah. All right. I lied. I'm going to throw one more. Terry McLaurin. Give me the 102. Wow. Really? That's my uh, produce without a quarterback guy. That's the produce without a quarterback guy in the league. I'm going to take Terry. Yeah. But he'll produce to the tune of like a career best. Well, actually, I mean, he he was 14 this year, I'm pretty sure. So there is that. But Sam Howell, come on. Come on. <laughs> Heineke. Uh, Wayne, are you trading your Terry McLaurin for the 102? Yeah, I think I am. So it seems like the barometer's... Probably a, a a high wide receiver too. Is that fair to say? A T. Higgins, McLaurin type. Yep, that's fair. Or, or take a flyer on an old guy like Devonta Adams, Cooper Cup, maybe if you can swing him. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Promiscuous Reverend, ten team <laughs> dynasty, super flex PPR. It's a ten team and it's a super flex. He's giving away Josh Allen. He's getting Tua, the 104, a 24 first, and a 25 first. So three ones and Tua. What do you think, Wayne? I don't do it. If you don't do that, I don't. Uh, are you just looking for proven production, or is Josh Allen untradeable? Well, it's just um, at the end of the day, these are draft picks. You're not going to get anybody that's going to what is it, a mid-first round this year? 
A 104. A good one. So you're missing out on the two best quarterbacks out there. So you're not going to have any opportunity of replacing them. And then the 24 and the 25 are two years out. And in the meantime, you're going to have – you're replacing the best Superflex player with Tua and Jigba. I just, it's not enough for me. It's just – it's too spread out. Like if you said two firsts this year and then a first in the 24 and Tua, I'm doing it. But the fact that it's one and 23, one and 24, one and 25, and here, take mush for brains. Okay. Johnny? Yeah, I, I probably don't do it either, man. I, I want more proven production. I'm not the biggest acquired draft picks guy in the entire world. I, I just want I want players. I want players. Picks are good little sprinkles on the cake, but I want the I want the players, man. Okay, so if if it wasn't Tua, let's say it was Dak Prescott, do you do the trade? No. It's the same. It's the same thing. So, so Tua's brain injuries don't play into this at all for you. It doesn't bother me personally. Tua's, I'd be fine with taking Tua if I got like at least another elite talent and like maybe a little something, something. One of those picks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Dense cucumber, fifteen forty six. Ten team. Superflex PPR. There's a lot of picks involved. I'm going to go slow here. Which side do you like better? 10-team Superflex. Side A, Mahomes, the 209, a 24 third, and a 25 second. So let's say Mahomes and the 209. Side B is Justin Fields, Pacheco, the 104, the 109, and a 24 first. Mahomes in the 209 in some garbage or Fields, Pacheco, 104, 109, and a 24 first. And while Wayne stares off into his pensive thoughts, you're taking Mahomes here. You're taking 10 Mah- team? It's a 10 team. You're taking Mahomes in the 10 team. I'm not rolling the dice on Fields. My, my stance on him is well known. Pacheco is not enough of a sure thing to sweeten the pot. If, if, you first, upgraded, though. if you upgraded Pacheco to to even a AJ Dillon, I, I'm I'm more likely to take it. But to me, Fields you'd and Pacheco are short term plays. You'd rather have AJ Dillon over over Pacheco, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take Why? I'm gonna take Kansas City's running back history into account. He looks good. He has no draft capital. They're not tied to him, and they've been linked to drafting backs in this class. Plus, what if they re-sign McKinnon? I'll, uh, I will let you offer him a doink first if you would like, honey. Please, and thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, Pacheco versus Dylan for a doink this year. No. Okay. No. Uh, Pacheco is a short-term play. He's he's very he's very replaceable. I think AJ Pacheco versus Dylan for the next two years. I, I I would do it for three if you're willing to track it. So you think Pacheco will be on the team next year as well? I'll do it for three years if you want to track it. Otherwise, I'm I'm good on it. 
He's replaceable, man. This is the guy that you see get drafted over, and you see it a lot. I mean, either way, though, uh, getting back to the question, I'm probably going to take side B, dude. It's it's 10 teams. It, it's three firsts, really. I mean, Pacheco is not a big needle mover for me either. He's He's a starting running back without the pass catching work and, you know, their history, they don't necessarily run the ball 20 plus times a game as a team. Uh, his floor is probably like 20 ish. I would say on, on a great day. I, I could see him in 20 touchdown, hundred yard game, this and that fields. I like fields again for next year, man. I think he could be another, a top 12 guy again. I know you're coming down off Mahomes, but I'd take that hit for my belief in fields to be a top 12 or top 10, even because you're in a, a 10 teamer. I can see him being top 10 and three firsts. I just, I, I like the, the darts you're getting out of that. You're, you're not willing to do Josh Allen for two and three ones. Mahomes outscored Josh Allen this year. He did. He well, he did, but Josh Allen also had a deleted game. So if Josh Allen school, because I remember talking about this in the quarterback review, Patrick Mahomes beat him by twenty five points this year. Twenty five points is an average game for for maybe. Josh Allen. Maybe, maybe. Either way, it, it's close enough. You're talking about one one and two. One one and two is Josh Allen's finishes the last three years. But in that trade, I wasn't getting a top twelve guy. Especially not at the position back. That's what changes it for me. I'm getting that elite talent that I'm talking about as far as fantasy goes. And Justin Fields, a guy who's going to still be one of the top best quarterbacks in the game at the end of the year come fantasy. And I'm getting three firsts. And I'm getting a, a serviceable running back for the year. You don't think two is a 12? A top 12 guy? If he plays? That's, that's what made me perk up. He's, he's definitely a top 12 guy. He sustained two top 10 receivers. He was, what, 13 last year, and he missed six games, something like that? He could be. He absolutely could be. He's a dude. I, I mean, Wayne, I, I, I want to hear what you have to say, too. I don't want to hog this, but to me, Mahomes is, a, is the best super flex asset you can get, especially in a 10 team. He's safer than Allen because he doesn't get hit. Right, I mean, Allen's the way he plays. He's more susceptible to injury. Give me the guy. Give me the positional advantage for the next decade at the position. That's the way I look at it, and especially in a ten team. Um, I want to offer you a doink, Goni, but I know that you don't love Justin Fields. You're just forced to defend him a lot. Uh, I think Tua scores higher fantasy wise than Justin Fields. Mm. You're taking mm, that. Mm, mm. And don't act like you're not. You're taking the doink. That's your guy. I wouldn't say it's my guy, man. He gets it done with his feet. I, you've already you've already voiced that you hate it whenever I I push after you say no. So I won't. If you say no, I'll just, I'll just go on into my my take on this. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll let you. Let me go into my take on this, and then while you ahead, think about ahead. it, um. I'm I'm going the Mahomes side. I just I, Fields isn't enough for me. The picks aren't enough for me. It's a ten team. Mahomes is going to be a 
an automatic positional advantage in every game you play but one. It's just it's it's not enough. The dart throws aren't enough to give up an eight-year starter, an eight-year positional advantage over everybody but one guy for that long. It's it's just not enough for me. And it's even if you do hit on one of your dart throws, they're going to come into the league, they're going to have their fantasy career and be gone while Mahomes is still relevant for you. So I just if I'm not going to take that for Josh Allen then I can't take that. I, I can't in good conscience take it from Mahomes either. If they upgrade Pacheco to, and this might be a little too high, but let's say DeAndre Swift, I'm taking the trade. 100%. Pacheco was just not a sure thing, right? He's just not. I'm, I like He's Pacheco. Not. I like Pacheco as a 30-ish ranked running back, I think. A good, a good throw-in uh, based on uh, matchup. I think he could be a solid, consistent flex play next year. It, it's just Mahomes. Mahomes is going to be in that system. That that team is set up for Mahomes' success. That is their offense. They're going to do everything they can for Mahomes. And and that's you don't find that very often on a team that like they the whole team is selling out to make one guy's one guy successful. Donor, you taking the doink? Uh, probably not. Probably not, man. That's next, a problem. Got there, next question. He got, there off, he got there off the back of almost a league, an all-time record rushing yards at the quarterback position. He had almost twelve hundred yards rushing. He had eight touchdowns on the ground. Uh, now that's going to be very hard to get back. Lamar Jackson hasn't even gotten back. Now to, that you now that yeah. you really dug into Justin Fields' games to get there, are you still doing the trade? Yeah, because it's still two firsts this year and a first next year, as opposed to three firsts spread out over three years. Okay, it's the one hundred nine in a ten teamer though. One hundred four as well though, right? Yeah, but with the one hundred and four, you're getting you're getting a quarterback if you need it. But you would if you trade Mahomes. You would you would absolutely have to draft a quarterback there, in my opinion. Why? Why wouldn't you just ride Fields? I don't I don't think you're winning anything if Fields is your best quarterback. No super flex. Potentially, I don't know. I don't know what his roster looks like. Okay. All right, moving on. Wayne, I hope you. Did you write that down in the steno, by the way? Yes. Everything gets recorded in, uh, recorded in the steno for sure. Okay, it's in the stenos. Smooth ad, 72, 75. It's a 10-man. He's giving ETN and a third-round pick in 24 and 25 to get T. Higgins. He lists his running backs and wide receivers. Um, his running backs right now are ETN, Kenneth Walker, Pollard, Jacobs, Pacheco, and Dalvin Cook. Pre- pretty loaded. Wide receivers are AJ Brown, Calvin Ridley, D Hop, and Kadarius Tony. So clearly, this is a roster play. I think he can get more 
free team than just T. Higgins here, right? You don't think so, Go? I don't think so, man. I I do. I I mean, I'm I'm okay with T. Higgins, but but a th- two third rounders in the twenty four and twenty five, you can do better than that. you can do better ads than that. If if you have ETN, you're not trading them away for for Higgins straight up, are you? Because that's essentially what this is. Really, go in a ten in a ten team. You're doing that. I mean, he's got AJ Brown, and then a couple old guys after that. How much longer does does Hopkins have? We don't know what Calvin Ridley is going to be. Hopefully, it's it's good again this year, but not you know wide receiver one good. I don't think he's he's reloading at the wide receiver position is essentially what it is. I mean, if you need it. Go ahead. I'm just saying, who, who, what better wide receiver do you think that you can get than T. Higgins? Well, who are his running backs again? ETN, Kenneth Walker, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Pacheco, and Dalvin Cook. So Dalvin Cook's probably got one more year in him. Josh Jacobs, we'll see. Probably another Two. year in him. Yeah. We, we, I think we're all pretty, pretty optimistic about K Dub's future. ETN's a, a, a by any to me he's a top I'm gonna say eight. Es- essentially, he's got a stable of running backs right now, but in two years he could have nothing but K Dub if he trades ETN. Who I mean, going can can you name eight running backs right now in Dynasty you'd rather have over ETN? I mean, it's a if that's a top eight guy, I, I don't think T Higgins is a, is. I mean, he's probably a top fifteen guy. Right. I'd take. I'd take. I mean, in dynasty, might be even even lower than that. That because I would take Drake London. I'd take all the rookies from last year over him. So I mean, that's what I'm asking though: is who would you take? Like, who would you think you can get instead of T Higgins? I think I think you could trade away ETN and get Drake London plus. And I think Drake London's a better receiver than T. Higgins. Worst situation, better receiver. And you get more with it, in my opinion. You can make it happen, make it happen, honestly. I don't know. I, I think Drake's a buy low guy right now. What do you think, Wayne? I don't know. Uh, just based on his roster, I, th- I think I'm going to stick with with what I have. Maybe try and move Dalvin for... Uh, somebody else. I'm, I'd just rather keep on the ETN because if uh, if you're, why not just trade Dalvin for T Higgins? I mean, you do that both sides, right? I don't know. I don't know that I'm doing that. Five five T Higgins. No, nah, I'm not trading for Dalvin Cook anywhere. I I think Jacobs is the guy to move, right? I mean, coming off a huge year, just got tagged. Still, we're going to plan on a one-year deal, essentially. His stock's never been higher. Definitely. Definitely could. I just I would it. rather hang on to the younger pieces because you've got a young wide receiver one in A.J. Brown. If you can keep ETN and K-Dub, you're very young at the running back position as well. So if you can trade one of your older running backs to get another young receiver – I think you've shored up a nice starting lineup to take some solid dart throws in the draft to try and stash some guys. 
let the taxi yeah. do some work for you over the next two, three years. I agree. Lombardi Trophy. 12-team Superflex. Trading Aaron Rodgers for a 24 first and a 23 third. Sold. I'm taking whatever I can get for Aaron Rodgers. I think so especially too. Especially in a Superflex. You just you don't know you don't know what's what's going on with him. He came out of his darkness retreat and we're all still in darkness. What if he go I'm just going to just play de- devil's advocate. What if he goes to Tampa? I don't care where he goes, honestly. I, he can go to Kansas City for all I care. He can go to San Diego or you know, I said San Diego, but you know, Los Angeles, Angeles, the Chargers. Um, yeah, he can go anywhere, bro. Um, I'm not trying to hold the bag on Aaron Rodgers, and if I can get a first-round pick out of him, then I'm going to take that. I agree. Solid if you're getting a first-rounder for him right now. Yep, that's a clean sweep. Easy one for me. Ship him away, Lombardi. Dopamine addict. 12-team super flex. I like this one. Give Trey Lance, Javante Williams, and DK Metcalf. Get Trevor Lawrence and Traylon Burks. This is a very good one. Give Trey Lance, Javante Williams, and DK Metcalf. Get Trevor Lawrence and Burks. Super flex. I... I hate Trey Lance, but, <laughs> but Javon... just, every episode we, uh, we have to make it known. That it just response sucks. right there to me. It, it just is sucks. The anti I love lamp. It just sucks because I'm taking, I'm taking Javante Williams and DK Metcalf in this one. They're young. They're going to be great for a while. Trey Lance might give you some. He might give you a decent year, but but just I don't. Javante Williams and DK Metcalf is really what what moves the needle for me. Goni. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like I have to take side A as well, man. Uh, there's two mystery boxes there. We don't know if Javante is going to be anything at all. He might not be a single thing. They can bring in someone. But I still want to see. I like the upside that he presents for sure. Trey Lance, we've already talked about him numerous times. The man's a mobile quarterback. Mobile quarterbacks are cheat codes in fantasy football. In case you guys don't know, Mad Mob, it's possible. It's very possible. And then DK, he's DK Metcalf. He's like been in the league for 700 years now, and he's only 24 years old. So he's a physical specimen. He's he's just a beast all around. So I like that side more. Yeah, you took. I was going to give a counter argument, and you took it. I like side A too because I'm pretty bullish on Trey Lance, but. It's you're gambling. It's just a gamble. You could end up holding only DK at the end of the day. My my favorite stat is for all the hype Javonta Williams has, he has a lower points per game in his career than Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's all upside, right? Trevor Lawrence is the hottest name at Superflex right now. Doug Peterson made Carson Wentz look good. He's probably going to Trevor just- Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence looks every bit the 101 that he was drafted to be after. A not so good rookie year with Urban Meyer. The coaching matters, man, but he's looking like the future of, you know, 
the pocket passing quarterback prototype behind like a Joe Burrow, really. Yeah. So dopamine addict, if, if you want to gamble and be aggressive, side A, we're all a bunch of DJs on the show. If you're conservative, you want to take the sure thing, Trevor Lawrence is probably the play. Scared money don't make no money, my guy. Boom. Camo 21 dogs. One quarterback, half PPR, 10 team. He's giving the 108 and the 109 to get the 103. 10 team. How you feel about it? Yeah, I do it. Wait. No, I, I don't do it. I think I need the 102. I think I need the 102 to, to make that trade. I only do it if you have a dude that you really, really believe in that, that you don't think you can get unless you make the move. That's where I'm at as well. I personally don't love anyone enough to go and do that myself, but I don't want to discourage someone that does. So, like, like we talked about on our last Q&A, if, if you like a guy, go get your guy. 100%. There ain't no shame in that. Yeah. If if Smith and Jigba is your guy, you think he's going to be great, I'd do it. I agree with Wayne, though. On its face, bad. I don't like the value. Double type 1346. Team one, Jamison Williams, in a late 24 second. Team two is the 103, and in parentheses they have Smith and Jigba. So Jamison Williams or Smith and Jigba? Essentially. That's such an unknown. We don't know where he's going to go. Yeah, I mean, my initial reaction. We right also now don't know what Jameson is... Williams is. So really, it's just toss up either way. I think I think at face value, I'm sticking with Jameson Williams. That's where I'm at as well, personally. The offense is running great. It did last year. Brought back all the same pieces. And Jameson Williams was a freak athlete before, you know, when he got hurt in the national title game in college. Yeah, I, yeah. I think if you look at their their player profiles, Williams is uh he's got more upside to me, right? He's he can do it all. He's he's like six two, runs a four three, and he can do it all. Smith and Jigba's a little mercurial, right? He's a he's a slot guy. Doesn't project to be on the outside. Not overly quick. I like Jameson. I think that's recency bias, right? Here, I mean, it's the hot name. Jamison Williams is a little, you know, last Yeah. People, plus, he, he barely played last year as he was recovering from the ACL. They weren't trying to rush him back. This is an asset that they traded up in the draft to go and get in Jamison Williams. They're not, they weren't going to throw it away. If he gets hurt in, say, week 15 or 16, because they have him running on 70, 80% of snaps instead of like 10 or 20 like he was, and he tears his ACL again, you just put yourself back more time. Yeah, it's true. Matt McCormick, 41. Wayne, I'm going to go to you on this one first. It's a 12-team, half PPR. Give Trey Lance, Darren Waller, and a 24 first for the 103. His only other quarterback is Dak. Give Trey Lance, Darren Waller, and a 2024 first for the 103. Yep. He has Dak at QB and Schultz and Njoku at tight end. Superflex? 
Don't think so. Ship it. He's got Schultz. Uh, he's probably going to start over Waller most of the time. Dak's going to start over Trey Lance. Uh, you're you're trading your twenty four one for the one hundred three this year. It's mm. an easy one for me. Goni. Uh I'd probably hang on to it. I'd probably hang on to it. Roll with Dak. Like I said, I don't love anyone at the one hundred three, but I'm not the only one that feels that way. So some people have someone they're targeting at the 103 for sure. And if that's your case, then go and do it. My line of thinking behind it is I'm going to roll with Trey Lance. I'm going to see what I got out of him this year. If he blows up, his value increases. If it doesn't, then all the hype is gone. And now you know. You know what Trey Lance is after this year. Worst case scenario, he gets hurt and we're in the same boat again and it loses some of the luster next year after multiple years of injury. So... Give me the mystery box with the potential massive upside in Trey Lance. I get to keep my pick for next year. And, yeah, I mean, Darren Waller, his his window is pretty much shut, right? As far as value goes, he went from being a top four tight end in the game a few years ago to meh. He's trash. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with Wayne on this one. I'm, I'm shipping this. I'm not even thinking twice. I, I like Trey Lance's upside just like you do, Goni. Uh, but in a one QB, he's just not that valuable. Uh, and Waller, what is? I mean, to, he's nothing to me. I'll take the guaranteed top three pick for Lance in a twenty-four-one all day. I'm just trying to win on a scratch-off ticket, bro. Yeah, but eh, you're trading. A, you're trading Trey Lance in a scratch-off, right? Trey Lance is a scratch-off in himself. You're, so you're trading two scratch-offs for one, right? I'm 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 trying to win. Jerry Lance is the scratch off and I'm trying to win. Just imagine this point next year and you have like a a Jalen Hurts on your hands or you have a Justin Fields on your hands as far as, you know, player value goes from just the rushing upside and stuff. So or I'm I'm he's a scratch off, bro. That's all I'm trying to do. Or imagine this time next year you still just got Trey Lance. He's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's Trey Lance. I mean, next year he could just be tra- – yeah, but see, next year, though, next year, if this same stuff happens, it loses the luster, man. That, that's what I'm saying. If he gets hurt again and he's out for the entire year, I, I can't be – fool me once, fool me twice, can't fool him again. Like, I can't I, get fooled I, I can't, again. Yeah, dude, I can't chase that every single year. It's like the, the Saquon for some people before, you know, this year. It was CMC. But like before this year as well, Evan it's Ingram. just Evan Ingram. Exactly, dude. You, you like you keep giving chances, you keep giving chances and, and you get burned. So eventually it, the hope is going to fade. So this is this is my last chance, basically, for Trey Lance this year. I got to see. it. Yeah, I, I'll let somebody else take that risk if I'm getting the 103 in return. I like that this year. Some of us are more degenerate than others. <sighs> Indeed. Hedgy one, 14 team, super flex, tight end premium PPR. He's trying to win now. He's giving Jared Goff, Romeo Dobbs, in a 24 second for J.K. Dobbins and Christian Kirk going. What do you like? 
trying to win now in a super flex. Goff, Romeo Dobbs, 24 second for J.K. Dobbins and Christian Kirk. I would take it. Those are two usable pieces. If he if he can afford to trade away a quarterback in a 14-team super flex, then the rest of his roster has got to be good enough. And this well, is just two pieces. He tells us he his quarterback. It. Tell us. Lamar, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jordan Love, Gardner Minshew, Matt Corral. Don't okay. send it. I, Don't send it. Don't send it. I rescind. <laughs> I, I take it back. I take back everything I said. Uh, I'm going to keep Jared Goff because he d- cannot afford to get rid of him. Jared Goff was, I'm, I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, was like a top 12 last year. He was solid. Was, right? Yeah, he was very solid. So, yeah, with that being said, I mean, I, I, I couldn't send Jared Goff on his merry way. If you want to win a championship, man, you kind of need a second solid quarterback. And a 14 team? Absolutely. Yeah, the depth is Cause, cause there's, in. There, there's some gentlemen that don't have a quarterback running in that spot. And you've got Lamar yeah. on top of it. Don't just think, oh, they're doing okay, and I have Lamar to make up. Nah, go ahead and just mush faces with two quarterbacks. I agree. Clean sweep. Zach, P13. 12-team Superflex, PPR. He's trading his 111 for DeAndre Swift. Yeah. No-brainer. Yeah, easy. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, there, there's nobody you're going to get at the 111 this year that, that is going to come even close to what DeAndre Swift can give you. Swift to me is going to be in that Hollywood Brown camp for me this year. I'm going to grab him everywhere I can. I think he's undervalued because of his injuries. Dude's a stud. I think that was I think that was a big part of it last year too that people overlook is I know Jamal Williams had a great year and everything, but he literally dealt with with shoulder and and like knee injuries yeah, all season. He just never got healthy. But they nah, kept throwing dude, him back in at sixty percent. When he touched the ball 15 times, just opportunities, receptions and rushes, if he touched the ball 15-plus times, I think it only happened three times all of last year, the man was easily a top-12 running back that week. He's just got, like you said, explosive upside. He's phenomenal, and you'll be very hard-pressed, like Wayne said, to find someone that can replicate that at the 111. Yeah. I think this one's interesting. Wayne, I'm going to go to you on this one. Sean Maggles, 12-team, Superflex, PPR. He's trading away Daniel Jones in his 105. He's getting A.J. Brown and Kadarius Toney. His current quarterbacks, would he would be left with Hertz, Geno Smith, and Jimmy G. Receivers right now, he's got D.K., Debo, Jacoby Myers. He's, so, I'll say it again. He's giving up Daniel Jones in the 105. He's getting A.J. Brown and Kadarius Toney. His current quarterbacks would then be Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Jimmy G. And his receivers would be D.K., Debo, Jacoby Myers, and a bunch of trash. <laughs> I'm just really confused why he has to throw in the 105 in a super flex. 
You think Danny Dimes for AJ Browns? Did he did he say if it was a ten or twelve team? Twelve. Yeah, why does he have to give up the one oh five? He's he's overpaying. I get I get his point in that like Danny Dimes will rarely see a starting lineup, but why you're giving up too much. Unless unless you're super high on Kadarius Tony and you really want him. I think I think Kadarius Tony is he's got a lot of potential going into next year if Juju's gone. Um he could be very good. I don't know. I think you're just giving up. The the 105 is what's really hanging me up on this one. Yeah, I think I agree with you. There's a value imbalance because I, I think this person's either they really like Tony or, or somebody's trying to sell him high off the Super Bowl. I, I think Danny Dimes for A.J. Brown, it doesn't feel good. But in a super flex, Danny Dimes is starting for at least your bottom four teams, yeah, right? He just he just signed a big old contract. What do you think, Go? I feel like this was, I feel like this was put in. It, it just sounds like something that was put into a trade calculator. I don't know if you guys ever seen those or like messed with them. I hate them personally. I think they're way overrated. Yeah, they don't work uh, at all. They're stupid. It, that and the basis behind them is they get input from the community, and sometimes the community, I, I've seen it firsthand, just wants to get to the rankings that they have. So it says keep trade and cut on the website, essentially. And they just go ahead and slam whatever in there, which skews rankings a little bit uh, just to get to what they want to do. So, I mean, you get enough people doing that and it's going to throw it off a little bit here and there. But I don't know. I just I don't like those things at all. Um, 105 for me might be a little rich. I don't think necessarily like Daniel Jones for AJ Brown straight up is something you can do either by any means. I love Kadarius Tony next year. I think all the man needs to do is see the field and just good things are going to happen. But 105, 105 is just, if it was a back end first, I'd be cool with that. I would do it for a back end first if I was giving away Daniel Jones. Yeah. It's too much. That's all. I'm just I'm with you guys on that. I think the 105 is a little rich in addition to a, a guy who was a top 12 quarterback last year. What about yeah. this? <clears throat> what about Geno Smith for AJ Brown and Kadarius Tony? And he can slot Danny Dimes in his starting lineup. Does Geno have more value than Danny Dimes in the Superflex? Just because Dimes, I don't know if Gino gets it so done. Yeah. I don't he, think Gino gets it done either. I think Gino has more value than Daniel Jones. Dimes runs the ball, man. I know, but he doesn't pass at all. He only had 15 <laughs> passing touchdowns last year. At all, he's Justin he's, Fields. He's a better Justin Fields. That's what he he's is. He's not. He's not. Hey, he's he's a better throwing Justin Fields. That's what he is. Just, Justin Fields had more touchdown passes. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. I'll I'll be honest with you. You caught me flat-footed. I did not know that. I I think Daniel Jones in the 205 for A.J. Brown and Tony. I don't know if the A.J. Brown person does it, but I think the value is a little more in line there. 
that's where I don't think it's enough personally. Yeah, I think it's, it's if you're going to do a pick, it's got to be a back end first, or it's got to be a a player of equal value to that back end first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ridiculous Colts fan. Twelve team super flex PPR. What kind of return should I expect from selling Jonathan Taylor? I'm barely competing. What does and that mean? I'd say a fringe playoff team, probably middle of the pack in the league. Probably now, fringe fringe. Now's not the time to be selling JT. Like he's on the crust of the fringe. I, I think this is the time to definitely sell JT, honestly. Really? Well, no, no, no. Okay. I, I misinterpreted it how, like what you were saying there. For value, right? Is that where you're going with it, Wayne? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. I was I was literally going to start this by saying like you missed your window on the absolute peak. We were in a dynasty, Wayne and I, and I asked a Jonathan Taylor manager before last year what it would take to get him cuz I was trying to put my team over the top and he just straight up said you're going to have to back up the Brinks truck. So I was like so does like three firsts get it done and he was like yeah, in addition to someone else usable, that's rich. You're not getting three first-rounders out of Jonathan Taylor anymore. I've seen him go for three firsts a lot prior to this year. But, yeah, that, that time has come and gone, and you're probably not going to get back there. It's like Bitcoin, man. It's not getting up to sixty-five grand again anytime soon. I, if I'm selling JT right now, I'm not selling him for anything less than a top five first plus, plus a piece, a good piece. Two firsts? Would you do two firsts, not knowing where they are? No, not knowing where it's like, it's like two, 224s? Uh, well, all right, I guess call it a midi this year, a mid-first rounder, call it the 106, No, and a 24 first next year. No, dude, I'm not hitting the panic button like that. I and the Colts' offense as a whole was horrendous. It wasn't a JT issue; it was a offense issue. I, I don't, I don't think I'm trading Jonathan Taylor. I think the value, I think he's he's you know, his value is pretty low right now. I think he could come back and have another good year. And and for Jonathan Taylor, who we've already seen be extremely successful. I think if he even gets back into like a RB six ish category, his value is going to raise incredibly again to that RB one status because I think people will be like, "Oh, he's back. He's going to be better." So I guess it just depends how you feel about JT next year. I'm just saying that because I don't think you get two firsts even this year. Think his value is cratered to. Then you uh, don't sell. Yeah, you don't sell. You you, you really just you have to hang on to him and you hope he has a better year. Yep. He's yep. never gonna get. He's never gonna be worth more value than he was before, though. He's never gonna get back to that. Okay, if I offered you Najee in the one hundred six form, are you taking it? Uh, yeah, probably. You taking that way? No, no. If I offered you Kenneth Walker straight up for him, are you taking it? No. Goni? 
Ugh. I might think if you gave me Brees Hall, a hundred percent. Well, yeah, but Ken, it, Kenneth what, what Walker, Kenneth Walker, yeah. Kenneth Walker, it's very difficult for me, but I think I might take Kenneth Walker. Okay, uh, last one. What if, what if I gave you the one hundred three and Mike Williams or Jonathan Taylor? No. Mike Williams is dead to me now. Uh, Wayne, you taking that? No. Running with scissors. 12 teams. Very dangerous. 12 teams super flex. This is a league where they play five flex positions. Side A is the 101. Side B is 224 first. 101 all day. Five flexes, like just that's the whole roster. No, it's one running back, one receiver, one tight end, and five flexes. So I don't know if that means five quarterbacks. I don't know what that means. Just five flex spots. I'm going to assume it's just five five flexes. I doubt you're spamming quarterback that hard. Um, I mean, I was just curious because I thought that would have been something way off the wall if you're playing just five flex spots and that's it. That's the whole league. Uh, yeah. It's the one on one for sure. Bijan Robinsons don't come around very often. You don't you don't get a guy coming out of college with this much hype. I I, I actually saw uh, Todd McShay, I believe, did another his third mock draft, and I think he has Bijan Robinson going as high as number ten to the Eagles, which could absolutely happen. Miles Sanders is on his way out. They run the ball a lot. That's something that could happen. The man is uh, a phenomenal talent, and you just don't see guys like that every year. Wayne, this is a one-sided deal, right? Oh, you got to take the first pick all day. Yeah, this it's very light. I think two twenty-four first and and, and a good player um, it makes it more even. But yeah, it's light. Spoke of wood. We're gonna wrap this down here. We only got just a, a few more. Spoke of wood. Um, I'm sorry. Ignore that. Justin 14. Send Devontae Adams in the 202. Receive the 101. Yep. Send it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. Get him out of there. Butts on a Train appeared in uh, our last episode. Hope you listened. We have the 102 the 103 and the 104 and the 303 for Lamar, the 105 and Aaron Jones. It's a 10 team super flex with four point passing touchdowns. No. The 102, 103, 104 for Lamar, the 105 and Aaron Jones. Oh. He didn't hear Aaron Jones the first time. I was kind of. I was kind of shocked he he snapped declined. Uh, to me, I'm taking Lamar in the 105 and Aaron Jones. I love Lamar, man. I, I, I we talked about it at the beginning of the show. There, there's a lot of uh, weird things happening. The dude can ball, man, and he just got a year for a year off essentially. Give me Lamar in a super flex. It's, give me it's the, hard to turn it give down. Give me the picks. Oh, wow. 
Interesting. You got your pick of the litter. Aside from Bijan, you got your pick of the litter. Yeah, give me Gibbs. I think Gibbs long term better than Aaron Jones. Give me whoever lands in the best spot, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, whoever lands in the best spot. And then give me Jackson. Or if it's a super flex and you need two, take CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, and Gibbs. I think Lamar. That's actually a pretty sound strategy, taking two quarterbacks there because just increases your chance one of them hits. And maybe both of them hit. Maybe maybe you get maybe you get the the rare Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen in the same draft, like out of those picks, you know. He gives his quarterbacks. I'm curious if this changes your answer, boys, because it sounds like you guys are on a different side than me. His current quarterbacks are Josh Allen, Jared Goff, and Matt Stafford. Number four point passing touchdowns, 10 team. I mean, I was on your side, Beggs. Mm. But. I'm still on the picks, man. Hey, here's the thing about golf. In a four point passing touchdown league, unless he throws for 4,500 yards again, golf's a bottom end quarterback, too, for me. Right? Like he's. What, 15, 16 range? Man, it's that's, that's if he's so difficult, bro. That's so difficult because at the same time, I love the prospect of just smashing faces every week with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. That's hard. That's hard to be. And they're young. And you get the 105. You get Aaron Jones as a, as a stopgap for a year, maybe two if you're lucky. Yeah. Does he Does he tell you who his running backs are? Yeah, he does. Are, you want to know? Is who are his running backs? Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Miles Sanders, and he thinks he can get Gibbs at the 105. Bruh. He ain't getting Gibbs at the 105. He thinks he is. He, he knows the league. He knows he, the league. Got to roll with him. My man's got the all-name team at running back. Oh, man. Just names. That's all they are, dude. Yeah. That, that, oh man, does you're that Aaron Jones here? You're absolutely taking Aaron Jones. You're taking Aaron Why, Jones. So you can. So you're you going to be in the same situation. Of, <laughs> your your plethora of nearly washed running backs that are no, old. Dude, Listen. they're old, but but Wayne, here's, I thought you love this roster. This this roster is winning this year. Here's, and no more. Here, here's what I'll say. If you're 110% positive you can get Gibbs at the 105, do it. If you're not 110% positive, if you're only 99.999% positive that you can get Gibbs, don't do it. Just take your three picks. <laughs> I disagree. Because you man. need Gibbs, my boy. <laughs> he can get a, he can get a good piece at the 105, even if it's not Gibbs. He can get Charbonnet at the 105. Lamar and Allen in a super flex, you can't pass that up, man. 25-year-olds. You, you can if you're crossing your fingers that they just score enough to win for you every single week. They probably can. Al- Alvin Kamara, I mean, they probably can. Alvin Kamara is not going to be playing next year. He's going to be suspended. He's not. Dalvin Cook's falling apart before our eyes. Dog water. 
I like the Aaron I don't Jones. even know who else he said, but it's laughable. Miles sure. Sanders. Yeah, yeah, Might not listen, be with the Eagles. Listen, if if you do your strat like you like you talked about, Wayne, you take two two QBs and Gibbs, that's not saving your running back room. That does I'll take Charbonnet and Aaron Jones over two quarterbacks and Gibbs. So take two you take two running backs and one quarterback now that I know the roster layout. Yeah, I mean Give me, give me Aaron Jones, who I know what I'm going to get. Give me Lamar, who I know I'm going to get. And give me, uh, give me the third best running back prospect off the board in your eyes. For me, it's Charbonnet. I think he's going to be a good pro. What if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets? What is Aaron Jones? I don't know. What is Aaron Jones, bro? Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he is. I don't know what Jordan Love is. I, I, I think he's trash. He's trash. But, Old, but the offense it's, would have it's to a, go through Aaron Jones. It, they it's, have to. It's something that's been proven time and time again. Old quarterbacks love to dump it down. Crappy Indeed. quarterbacks love to get sacked and just throw it out of bounds or throw it to the other team. Jordan Love I, is young and crappy. Yeah, you got to take a lot of hits for some reason as a young quarterback before you can just – you learn the hard way to just be like, oh, this guy who lines up behind me, I can throw it to him? <laughs> He's going to run past just, me, and I'm allowed to just throw him the ball after he does that. Yeah, I don't have to hand it to him. I can give him a light toss and let him run, and I get the passing yards for that. Bro, uh, uh, LaFleur's got to run an offense. He's a, he's a West Coast offense. I think Aaron Jones is okay. I don't think he's as good without Aaron Rodgers, no. But but he's okay. He's better than Kamara. He's probably going to be just as good as Gibbs this year. Me, us, I'm going to be just as good as Kamara next year, dude. Hey, the the other thing that we got to go back to: Are you okay rolling with Jared Goff in a four point passing touchdown league in a ten teamer? Is Jared Goff getting it done? No. No, I'll just use one of my three top five picks that I have, my three top four picks that I have. Sure. But like you always say, Wayne, it's a dice roll. Bryce Young could come out and flop. You don't know. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's ligaments are a dice roll, man. They're not. They're they, not. They, they are. There's something absolutely fishy going on in Baltimore this year. He he essentially quit playing for the team. His, his you ligaments, he got his hurt ligaments the last are gamble. Two years, hasn't he? Yes, he has. He may have missed two or three games the year before. Last year, he just sat out. I'm just but, saying, I'm willing to take. I'm will like the running back room needs restocking. Something fierce. Like his running backs are hurt. I I feel like you have to take the picks. Yeah, but now but that we've talked through it. You, let's say you get Gibbs. You get two quarterbacks and Gibbs. You restock with Gibbs. If you take Lamar, the 105, and Aaron Jones, you restock with Charbonnet instead of Gibbs. Who who knows what that is? And you get Lamar. It's a no-brainer. So why not take Gibbs, Charbonnet, and a quarterback? That's what I'm saying. Take two running backs now with those three picks. You could. You could. I don't. I mean, I I think that's a better strategy than taking two quarterbacks. I d- I didn't like that that plan you guys had personally. Well, we didn't we didn't know the roster construction at the when we said true. that. Very true. I, I'm still taking Lamar, man. Give me the MVP. Give me the guy that, that I know can get it done. Last two. We'll make them quick. Wayne's got to go. Viking 386, 12-team, one quarterback, PPR. 
give the 111, a 24 first, a 24 second, and a 205. Two ones, two, two second rounders for Amon Ross St. Brown and the 212. Two ones, two twos for Amon Ross St. Brown and the 212. I wouldn't do it, but I would happily. I love Amon Ra. Absolutely love Amon Ra. Wayne and I both do. He's on our dynasty team. Wayne plucked him out of the second round for us in the rookie draft when he came out, and he's been nothing but phenomenal since the last five games of his rookie season. Uh, so yeah, I would I would trade him away for that, but I'm not going to pay that. Yeah, that's that's a it's a steep price. I'd cry as I as I hit the accept button, but I would hit the accept yeah, button same. nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's an overpay for sure. He's phenomenal. He's young. Checks all the boxes. Gets gets targets. I mean, it's just I couldn't bring myself to do that. Sports Buck, twelve team Superflex PPR. Give AJ Dillon. And the three hundred four to get the one twelve. Begs only hear what you have to say on it first. Being uh, an AJ Dillon lover, <laughs> I'm no AJ Dillon lover. I, I to to me, there's a path to playing time. Finally, if Aaron Rodgers before leaves, he's twenty seven, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, what is he twenty four right now? He might be twenty five next year when the season starts. I don't think he's twenty four. I. If Aaron Rodgers leaves, I think A.J. Dillon's value shoots up big time. And I think Aaron Jones' value goes down. I think they got to rely on the ground game to move the ball. I, I, I'm, I know he had a horrendous year. So did Green Bay. It's kind of like the Jonathan Taylor thing, right? I don't think it was an A.J. Dillon problem. I think it was a, an offensive problem. I haven't given up on him yet. I'm not sending him for the 112. I think he's better than any player you get at the 112 this year. If you get Wayne, AJ Dillon with the one twelve, you're happy with it. Wayne, you re rolling AJ Dillon or what? Not at the one twelve. It's a little too far back for me. If it's a mid first rounder, I'm probably re rolling it. He's only twenty four, man. He's still he's still young. He's still got a couple years to find himself into um I mean he's still technically fantasy relevant, but f- he can find himself into a more relevant running back role instead of like a like a like a matchup flex play. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That's fine. I could see it going either way, honestly. All right, last one. This is the uh, we need to have like a Reddit hot question every episode. One that uh, a lot of people weigh in on. Higher than gas prices. This guy's username, which is incredible. 10 team, one PPR, one quarterback. There's two flex spots. Give the 102, the 103, and the 202 for Jetta. Yep. Absolutely. Can I tell you his roster? Sure can. His quarterbacks are Tua and Deshaun Watson. Okay. His running backs are Brees Hall, ETN, Kenneth Walker, and Raheem Mostert. His wide receivers are Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Christian Kirk, Dotson, Bateman, and Elijah Moore. 
Send it and enjoy your ring, brother. Yeah, like that just makes me want to do it more. I I think the dream here is to have Jetta and Chase on your roster at the same time. He this this man's his team is the Infinity Gauntlet and he's he's got all the stones right now. Like he really doesn't need these picks to to build more yeah, depth. Dude, he just think about it too. He's got Brees and K dub. Like my man can just hit snooze on his roster for the next three years and probably win a couple. He can hit yeah. snooze on it. And just a little bit of a plot twist, I read the wrong question. There was no a buzz about that one. That was an easy smash for everybody who responded. <laughs> so, it seemed like it. So that was the Reddit cold as ice question for the episode. And now here's the Reddit blazer. Sorry, <laughs> man. Guys. You got everyone. Elo's the enforcer. 12-team PPR. Who would you rather have, Christian Watson or Kadarius Tony? This one set it ablaze. Kadarius Tony. Why? Because I I really don't think Juju's coming back next year. You're playing in the Chiefs offense. You're playing with Patrick Mahomes, the probably best passer in the league right now. He's a lock for 4,500 yards. That's his floor pretty much. So you can count on that. And the man is dynamic. He is electric. They are going to find ways to get him the ball. We saw it in the Super Bowl. He got some end arounds, some sweeps and everything. He got, you know, you just have to put the ball in his hands. He needs to to cut out, you know, the off-field issues, all that all that hot-headed kind of stuff. He's a playmaker, dude. Give me that and that kind of offense. I, I love it. Just cut out his personality and the way he is as a human. He'd be a great player. I mean, you don't have to be Pac-Man Jones to be a great player. You don't have to be Cortland Finnegan to be a great player. Okay. Wayne, what do you think? This one isn't too hard for me. I'm I'm going Kadarius Tony. They trusted a, they trusted the ball in his hands in the Super Bowl in the biggest game um uh, that 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 team plays, which means they trust him. Uh, it was his first year there. He didn't, and he wasn't even there all year. I think they they have a whole off season to um, write a script to better use his freakish athletic abilities. Um, Juju could not be there, and that just makes his stock skyrocket. And then you got the Christian Watson side, and it's like he might not have Aaron Rodgers. And he's gonna be useless. He'll be he'll be good for like he's gonna be a very boomer bust kind of guy, dude. He's, he's gonna, gonna be, be Gabe Davis. He, no. He's 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 a deep he's a put a doink on it. I would love to. I'll take Darnell Mooney. You, somebody can take Kadarius Tony. Wayne, you you gave me first go at the last one, so I'll give you first go on this one. Kadarius Tony versus Darnell Mooney. Yeah, yeah, I'll take Kadarius. Let's go. Can I get you on a double doink? No. Okay. Fair enough. No, and, and, and you know, look here. Here's my stance. I don't love either one of these players, but I'm going to take Christian Watson. The regime went went and got their guy last year. He was a first round pick. Was Christian Watson a first round pick? I think he was. Can I think he was take, late, yeah. Pretty sure he was, sure a, late he was a late first-rounder. You sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. He played with uh, Trey Lance, North Dakota State. Um, 
Wayne, why you fact check me on that? I'm gonna gonna check it. I think he was. Dobbs was a third rounder, I think. Um, here's my. He was in the uh, second round. Second round, okay. Kadarius Tony's an incredible athlete. You can watch the way he moves; he moves different. But the reality is, he's inconsistent, and he has been since he's been in the league. He he's not a locker room guy, right? And it's it's the Chiefs' height, man. Everybody overdrafted Sky Moore last year. You're very disappointed. Everybody overdrafted I, Ceh. You're very disappointed. Just because can I of offer you a doink? Yeah, go ahead. Can I offer you a Kadarius Tony versus Christian Watson doink? No, because I don't have conviction in either. That's fine. Right. I, I'm taking Watson, but to to me, they I think they both kind of stink. Um, like I said, it's the Chiefs, man. It's all hype. Just because it's a great offense, that doesn't mean they're going to produce great fantasy players. And they really didn't outside of Travis Kelsey. I mean, Wayne, he's, he's the only constant. He's the only constant in the offense. But, I mean, Kadarius Tony, man, when he was with the Giants, I know it, it's what really got him on the map. And it, it's when he had that 200-yard game. Not a lot of guys in the league that can put up 200 yards in a game regardless. No. So, you know, you know it's there. I'm not saying he's going to be a consistent force for your fantasy team every week, but I love, I love the upside. Really, it's an upside play. I mean, he he got 20 targets in Kansas City this year. 20. He's not a volume guy. I mean, I mean, he's going to be used on jet sweeps and end rounds. Give me Christian Watson. Give me the guy that's an absolute freak athlete, prototype outside guy. Uh, you know, red zone, red zone machine. All right, Wayne. That'll do it, buddy. All right, Mob, Mad Mob. Mad Mob. We will see uh, for our Friday episode where we go over our consensus tight end rankings from 2022 and where they finished. Uh, We are out. (laughs) 